producergrind.com. We hope the producers get the business. Welcome to the second episode of the Producer Lifestyle Podcast. Shout out to all the producers tuning in. I really hope you guys are getting, you know, a lot of good value, a lot of good business advice that we give out in these podcasts. Uh, really started this to, you know, because I've always, you know, I like listening to podcasts and I never really found one that was for just producers where they talk about business stuff, business tips and stuff like that. But anyways, here we are, second episode. We got Red Drum Beats in the building here to talk a little bit about how he ran up a check this year on this internet shit. What up with you, bro? What's up with it, man? What's up with it, man? What's up with you, man? I'm just chilling, bro. Hey, I just want to thank you, you know, for stopping by and dropping some knowledge on these young producers tuning in. No problem, no problem. So, uh, yeah, you know, we're not going to cover all the boring basic questions. You know, we're into talking that business talk, but I do got to ask, how long you been making beats, bro? You got you ask whatever you got to ask. Gotcha. Um, I've been making beats, I would say, like, professionally, I would say three years. But as Damn. far as like making, yeah, three years professionally, like, you know, as a career, it's been three, yeah. So tell us about uh, Young Dolph flying you out to Memphis, man. You sound like you're living the producer dream. Young Dolph flies you out to Memphis, cook yeah, up some man, beats. Yeah, man, it was a beautiful experience. It was so, it, you know, honestly, when that happened, man, I said, wow, this is, you know what I mean? This is what I'm here for. You know, this is what God put me on this earth to do. I feel you. And uh, it was beautiful, man. I flew out to, they, moved, they flew me out to Memphis. They took care of me, man. They everything was taken care of literally like hotel the time the studio everything it was so beautiful man big old shout out to paper route empire man shout out to Dolph. shout out to bino shout out to fizzle shout out to caesar my dog daddy oh man shout out to the whole paper route crew man big old shout outs to them man how long were you out there working with i was out there for a day they actually wanted me to stay longer but you know i got a family i got the son back at home i had to return Right away, you know what I mean? Yeah. I but they were like, I, I would have tried to stay at least a few days, though, you know? Bro, I could have, yeah, man, I could have, they wanted me to be there with them. Like, it was just like, I, if anything, I think Dolph had a show, I think, like, two days later or something from that day, and I think they wanted me to tag along. You know, they want me to hang out with them and, and, and get to know them, and they want to know what kind of person I am. But it's just due to the fact that I got a family, I got my son, I had to fly back home, but... Yeah, they wanted me to stay, man. For real. I probably would have ended up still being there right now. <laughs> I feel you. Now, I, I respect, you know, family first, family first. But how did the actual play come about, though? Um, It started off with a producer named YL. He's from Texas. Yes, sir. Shout out to YL. He's, I linked up with him through a buddy named Jaylon of mine, Jaylon Beats. And I think you know exactly who Jaylon is. Of course. Shout uh, out, Jaylon. I linked up with YL, and uh, me and YL, we did a collab, and... Um, I, I guess YL had contacts with them and um, he sent them over some beats, I guess. And uh, their manager, either Daddy-O or either YL's manager, uh, had responded back that they, they used one of our beats. Mm. So from there, YL called me. He's like, hey, Young Golf got on one of my... got, got on one of our beats, you know? Yeah. So I was like, oh, man, that's, that's dope. Like, So from there, uh, one of their artists, which his name is Bino Brown, he hit me up on the Instagram. I guess he knew who I was. Like he knew my tag, and he he reached out to me in that way. And then from there, I I, I linked up with Bino. I started sending him beats, and then they see you know I'm they're flying me out to Memphis. So <laughs> you know that's you and YL went out at the same time, right? Me and Y yeah, me and YL was yeah we we went out there to Memphis at the same time. Yeah, that's we were out there. So it was beautiful. Man. It was a dope experience. Uh, you still been working with YL? 
Uh, right now, we haven't really cooked anything, but he's he's been like, you know, he's reached out to me. I reached out to him. We, we need to get back to work. We, we definitely need to start getting, doing what we do, you know, what we do best again, you know. Definitely. Me and him, he's a talented producer. He's young. He's he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a dope producer, man. I, I definitely respect his craft, too. I like his music. I like his beats. He's a, he's a dope producer. Shout out to YL, man. How did you uh, make the connection with Dex? I made the connection through my buddy DJ Flip. They go shout out to DJ Flip, man. That's that's my brother right there. Um, it was through him. Uh, we started getting managed by uh, some dude named Biggie. He's also he's an engineer. He's one of the he's one of the best engineers over here in LA. Um, Biggie was the one that was like hanging out with Dex all the time. He was always with him, so. From there, he just he would he would ask, "Hey, I need beats for Dex. I need beats for Playboy Cardi. I need beats for Twenty One Saturday. You know, he just he knew everybody. So now was Dolph your first placement, or you know the records that you did with them? Was that like your first placements, or have you had any before that? No, no, I had placements way before that. I had got um, YG on one of my beats. I had got um, Gutter 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 was actually from Young Money. I don't know if, if you're familiar. No, with yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I remember Gutter. He was my first placement, man. I remember it was a funny story, man. It was so, so dope. It was, at that time, I wasn't really even taking my career seriously, man. I, I was just making beats. I was just being a kid making beats. He uh, posted his email on Twitter. And I, I went, I, you know, I went crazy, man. I sent him a gang of beats, man. And he reached out back. He said, hey, man, like, I like this beats you got right here, man. I want to use one of them for my mixtape. So I was like, oh man, dope. Like, you know, he's like, hey, here's what's your contact? Like, let me get your phone number. I need to reach out to you. And uh, I gave him my number. He reached out and he's like, hey man, yeah, I used your beat. Um, I used one of your beats. I, I'm going to release it on my Gutterville 3 mixtape. You know, and and yeah, we want to buy. He told me, um, if you want to be compensated, you can, but I'm not, I'm, I'm promoting it. You know, it's going to be for free. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. I'm like, I was so excited. You know, I was happy. I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm working with a young money member. Like, to me, that was beautiful. It was dope. Like, you know, it was a dope experience. I already know, you know, being yeah. a young producer and stuff like that. But you've definitely come a long way since then. You know, I see you posting flexing with the PayPal statements and everything. Yeah, I, I don't do it to flex. I don't do it to floss, man. I really do it to, like, any producer out there that feels like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't pay off or hard work don't pay off. It definitely does. But... You know, like I said, I don't do it for the flexing. I don't do it to show off. I do it to really motivate people, and I do it to really, like, show everybody that this dream that you're chasing, it really can pay off, you know what I mean? For sure. So it's really more for motivation purposes. I don't do it to flex, man. I'm not that type of dude. No, I I don't like flex. Now, so obviously, you know, you're full-time living off your music right now. What were you doing before? Did you have a job? or? Yes, I had a job. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely had a job, man, and... Uh, I used to work uh, at this like airplane company. They used to like, um, you know, the evacuation slides, the emergency. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I used to like have to pack those and all that stuff. It wasn't a bad job like that, but you know what? I took a step forward in my life and I said, you know what, man? Am I gonna help build somebody's dream or am I gonna help build my myself my dream that I want? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, am I gonna? Mm-hmm. If you don't help, if you don't build your dream, you're gonna help somebody else build theirs. Yes. And that's when I took a stand and. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna be broke. It was gonna be hard for me at first, but I took that decision, man. And I took that big step forward towards my music, and look at me now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm, you know, like I'm not where I want to be, but you know what? I, I think I'm, I'm pretty, I'm doing pretty, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay for a producer, you know. Mm-hmm. 
So what was that transition point like, you know, from a job to the online income? Were you already making some income when you quit the job? Oh, no money, man. I wasn't seeing nothing only from the job. No producing money, nothing like that until I really got introduced to it. When I met DJ Flip is really when that transition really happened for me. When I quit my job, dude, after that, I was suffering a little bit. You know, I, was, I didn't have money. I, I was just in the studios all the time and it was like no money. You know, I wasn't yeah. receiving anything. And when I met DJ Flip is when that transition really happened. Now, did you already have your son at that point or was that after? I already had my son at that oh, point. Oh, so that so had to be that much harder too. So you already know how it was just, it was crazy for me to make that type of decision. You know, it was going to be like, you know, my girlfriend was like, man, are you sure you want to do this? This is what you want to do. I said, yeah. And you know what? Thank God she supported me through. And she stood strong with me. And yeah, we struggled a little bit. The good thing, she had a job. So we were able to live off her money too, you know, and, until I started making money. But it was hard, man. It wasn't easy, man. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't, bro. Like, it was really, really hard, man. <laughs> I feel you. I mean, it's dope that, you know, shit happened how it happened. And here we are now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I definitely So do you use ads online? And if so, what's your favorite advertising platform? Um, I, I definitely use ads, man. I, I, I highly recommend for anybody out there trying to get their music out there, trying to get their beats heard, trying to get them bought, all that stuff. I highly recommend ads. I definitely use ads. I use uh, Google AdWords for the YouTubes. I've just started using that. I drop a lot of promo on SoundClick. I drop promo on BeatStart. I, I drop it everywhere. Anywhere I can, I use all kinds of ads. You know what I mean? So you're all still messing with SoundClick? Yeah, man. SoundClick. SoundClick got me. SoundClick takes care of me, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. Hey, hey, that's a little, man. I, I, I was, uh, I kind of forgot about SoundClick. I thought maybe it's days were in the past, but hey. Honestly, it has been far. It, I, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, man. SoundClick definitely is it's not where it used to be man like the days of johnny giuliano yeah. five beats and uh, uh what's that other dude's name epic epic don epic the don like all, when it, their time was the money time they had dude those dudes got so rich off soundclick it was incredible they bought houses off soundclick they bought foreign cars it was man it's like it was so it was just, it, it was it was a great time for soundclick when they were on man for real SoundClick now has definitely died down a lot, but I don't know, man. Like I don't, I, I don't feel like that about it because I still eat off of it. You know what I mean? Like I still eat off SoundClick, so I can't really say that it fell off too much because I still enjoy it. But it ain't to where like where Johnny Giuliano and Vibe Beats how they did it. You know, it definitely has changed. It definitely has. The community has dropped for sure. You know, it's less people on there buying, but. I don't know, like, I guess when you're a producer that already has a name on there, you know, like you already, you know, you already established your name on there, you have your reputation, like people already know who you who you are, so they trust that brand and they still buy, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. So, now, do you got like a regular website too, or just SoundClick? Uh, I, I actually don't, dude, and it's like, <laughs> it's, man, I actually don't have my own personal, like a .com for real, like a, like where you can go and... I, I have a sound click, I have Flash Star, Beat Stars, and that's it. Like, I definitely need to get on that dumb sleep. Yeah, I, man, I could I could have swore I've been on your site before. I guess I'm tripping. Yeah, you must get on my sound click because my sound click, I programmed it to the, dot com. So oh, okay. maybe that's what you saw, yeah. That's probably what it was, yeah, definitely. 
I, I don't know. I never felt like the need to have a dot com because like all the sources I was using were helping. Like they were making money for me already. So I didn't really I didn't want to have too many uh like too many sites to direct people to like i just wanted them to i wanted it to be simple like something they understood and i guess the dot com was a little complicated for me i don't know i don't it's, maybe it's just an excuse i don't know i never really found the need <laughs> <laughs> i mean i never found the need to use a dot com to be honest with you man I, I mean shoot it sounds like it's working whatever's working just might as well stick with it yeah man definitely now do you got any uh any drum kits or sound kits on your uh, site or not? I haven't officially like dropped any and like posted any, but I do like sell them. Like you can DM me and like I'll send you the kit and stuff like that. I, I don't have it posted up for the same reason that even to this day, like my beats, I'm getting a lot of, I don't know, it's it's messed up. I don't know why people are doing this to me right now. Like they, they buying beats on my flash store and then they're charging back the money. Oh, after they get it? Yeah, man, they're doing a lot. I don't know why they do. That's like, a scheming right thing. There. Nah, man. I, we, same things happen to me, bro. And I might might have to delete this out of the podcast because we don't want people to catch on that they can just go do this. You know what I mean? Oh, of course, hell no. It's hell a dirty no. game, man. It's a dirty game. If you're a rapper, man, please don't do it to us, man. Please. <laughs> please, man. We trying to eat. We trying to. We some of us got kids, man. Some of us really don't got jobs. Like, come on, man. Support your producer, man. You know, support Real your shit. producer. <laughs> Sorry about saying that, bro. I don't want to say all that, but oh nah, nah, I'll, I'll probably end up keeping it, man, because you know some. <laughs> I know other producers will relate to it. I already know, man. Ooh, we are, we are the like, bot, we are at the bottom of the barrel, bro. I don't understand. We're the creators. We're the we're the heart. We're the pulse. Without us, there is no music. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's real shit, man. I don't know why we get treated like this, man. We get treated like that stepchild, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Right though, in abuse, but we, you know, we finally standing up for ourselves. You know, we finally shout out to Metro Booming for really and DJ Muster for giving us that spotlight. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like they have created that lane for us to, you know, to stand out. You know, yeah. for us to like take a stand, like, hey, you know, respect the producer, man. Like, we are entertainers as well. You know, what I mean, we are artists too, kind of in a way. You know, like we are getting so. You know, big old big old shout outs to them too, man. For, for giving us that spotlight, you know, giving us that attention that producers have, I feel like have always needed, you know? Definitely, definitely. We always, always deserve that respect and sometimes rappers really take advantage of us, you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's dope. I think, you know, the producers are definitely, you know, there's definitely celebrity producers now, as you know, you just said. Yeah. And it's yeah. like dope. Like I was watching the the VMAs or whatever it was. And I think they had, um, when they when they mentioned the nominees for the song or whatever, it might've been the BET Awards or something, they actually said the producer. So they were like, Jay-Z, I, I got the keys, produced by Southside. You know what I mean? Like how I was wow. Yeah. See, see what I'm saying? I didn't even catch that, but that is dope. Big old shout, shout out to Southside, man. That's dope, man. Yeah. Definitely. He, that dude has accomplished so much, man. That's, it's just dope. It's just beautiful. Now, are you a producer that's, you know, kind of into pushing his own project? Like, kind of like, you know, how Metro came out with that 19 and booming tape? I, I you know what? My my boy DJ Flip has definitely, definitely got me influenced to do stuff like that now because he's over there dropping tapes now, you know? He's over there, like, hosting tapes. And mm. so he, he talked me into that because he's like, hey, man, you should do that, man. Like, if people are... People are asking me all the time, hey, Redroom, can you host this tape for me? Mm. And I'm like, damn, I'm not a DJ, you know? Like, how would I do that? Like, they're like, man, I don't care. Like, I just want you to host it. So definitely, man, that's something, that's that's definitely something that uh, that um, that I want to put into the works, man. I want to put that out there. I definitely do want to start doing that. I'm not, I haven't been doing it. I haven't done it at all, but I definitely want to do it now. 
definitely want to do that now. Definitely. Going back to when you say, you know, like I'm not a DJ, I feel like in today it's kind of like people are put less into boxes. You know what I mean? It's more like, you know, like if you're just, if you're a producer, but you happen to have a lot of followers on Instagram, you know, you're popping. It's like, why not host a tape? You know what I mean? It's going to be the same effect as a DJ, you know, hosting it. I mean, it's really just, you know, how you're a, a social media influencer. You know what I mean? It really just goes back to that whole celebrity right. kind of thing. So, you know, going back to the whole social media thing, well, a couple questions here. First of all, first question was, did you notice like a spike in sales or whatever when, you know, the whole thing with Dolph? Because I know I was definitely tuned in, you know, when I, you know, in your Snapchat and all that things when you were there, you know, your Instagram and all that. Did you notice like a spike in uh, oh, sales or all that? Oh, definitely, dude. When I, man, when I started hanging out with Dolph and them, the whole paper art crew, and with like, you know, having songs with Dex, I swear, dude, I noticed. I noticed like the difference right away. I mm. noticed the buzz growing. I noticed the fan base, more fans, more sales. More, you know, I, it was just <laughs> like peak of my like little small career. Like I was reaching that little peak, like to where I was getting a lot of sales. Like, dude, I, I bought a car off this. You know, it was just it was just beautiful, man. Like, yeah, I definitely did see a big difference, man. And I could definitely tell people that clout is important. Mm -hmm. Just don't ever let it get to your head. You know what I mean? Mm. Never let clout get to your head, but definitely clout helps, man. It helps your business, it helps your brand. It definitely helped me. It, it average, you know, advertisement, all that stuff, fans. I grew all of it. I grew everything. I grew fans. I grew the buzz. Like I feel like right now, even to this day, it's it's not dying down, but it's like I, I don't know. I still remain on that list, you know, on the charts. Like I'm still on the charts. I'm still people's favorite producer, and it's like. Sometimes I even tell myself, like, how? I'm so humble, bro. I swear I'm mm -hmm. humble. I'd be like, how? How do people, like, like my stuff so much? And it's, like, <laughs> my hard work, you know, and my, you know, they just like my sound. And I, I appreciate everybody who, who who fucks with Red Drum, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. Like, a motherfucker. Like, shout out to everybody that's rocking with me. Big old shout out to you, too, as well, Producer Grind, bro. You are... You, you also like have helped me as well you know what i mean i feel like we've helped each other you've helped me oh without you know, a doubt bro you place my beats on like your commercial you know stuff like that like it's just it's a beautiful feeling to me i'm so thankful for stuff like that you know and that's one thing i like about the, the culture you know the, the hip-hop culture is there's a lot of favor for favors you know in the whole business aspect you know people are really down to do favors for favors yeah man it's just it's because, you know what, a lot of people, a lot of producers too, and this is where I feel like they kind of mess up at. Uh, they, they, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to speak up on anybody or, or I'm not saying that this is the way everybody is, but I can tell you this, that I've observed and I've, and I've seen the way producers are. They're very, they get intimidated. They very, they go really, they, they, they're really Hollywood sometimes on you. They don't give you opportunities. They see another producer doing something. They don't really like it. They don't support it. They don't do you, you, you reach out to them. They like on some, who are you? You know, that's mm -hmm. one thing I did notice these days that producers are doing. And another mistake producers are doing is that they're trying to be somebody else. And they should always try to be themselves, man. You know, all the time. I don't get me wrong. In my beats, you're going to hear a little DJ Paul, Pieces Mafia, Satovin. Like, you're going to hear that influence. You're going to hear that because that's what I grew up listening to. But I'm not going to study, try to be them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to try to be Zaytoven. I'm not going to try to be DJ Paul, Juicy J. But, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, going back to the whole 
economics thing. I'm going back to high school history or <laughs> business class, but I mean, it's supply and demand. You know, if you go on YouTube, what are people typing? They're typing future type beat, young thug type beat. So, I mean, you can't, you can't just be like, oh man, I'm too, I'm too, uh, I got too much pride to make those kind of beats and not make that money. You know what I mean? Well, no, of course not. I, I don't mean it. I, I guess I mean it more like always, of course, I mean, you know, anybody who makes beats, should always make a beat for like future or make a beat for like you know what i mean like young scooter like definitely that's that's there's nothing wrong with that but i i mean it more like in trying to sound like another producer mm. you know what i mean yeah and a lot of producers are sounding the same that's what i mean by that i mean like always of course man of course make the, the Uzi Vert type b like always make that type of stuff because like you said like people like look up to these dudes so they go on youtube they want to hear a beat that sounds similar like that, you know? Right. They want to they want to be able to picture themselves like, oh man, Lil Uzi verbal, Lil Uzi will kill that beat, man. <laughs> I, I'll kill it too, you know what I mean? So that's, I mean it more towards the producer lane. Like, don't try to like be another producer, man. Don't try to be another person, like be you. You create your own sound, you know? But still make it like towards Lil Uzi, you know what I mean? No, I definitely that's, But I feel like where producers are making mistakes and that's why they never grow out of that box that they're in. You need to get out of that box. Like me, I got my foot in the industry and in the internet now. Mm. So that's what I that's what I influence producers to do, man. Get your foot in both. Open both doors. Don't get comfortable with the internet only, man. Try to reach out to that industry too as well. Even though the industry, god damn, they treat, they treat us bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> they treat us bad, but not all the time. It's just, it's it's all on you. It's the way you approach them. The way you approach your business, you know, the way you stand out as a businessman to people, the way you explain the way your business and your music, the way you want your beats uh, uh, to, you know, the way you want your business to be respected. That's the way you, you know, that's up to you. You know what I mean? That's up to you. That's up to you to make sure people respect what you're doing, man. You know, because a lot of people get stepped on, but I feel like it's because you let that happen. You know what I mean? You know, so yeah, I definitely advise producers to definitely get their foot in both doors, man. Don't just get comfortable with the internet, you know. No, I definitely definitely try to you know reach out to the people you need to like. You need a network. Don't spam people, but definitely network, man. You know? mm -hmm. Travel you and know? stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, traveling, man. Reading books, reading all kinds of you know reading, man. Reading is the most important thing, and I've really gotten more influence with that by you bro I swear man like you definitely have gotten me so pumped to start <laughs> the books and man dude you you are like we need like the world needs people like you bro you know what I mean Damn, like man. you are definitely, <laughs> I appreciate that for you sure. definitely got you got this thing pumping and, and, and you definitely got me pumped up so it's like I, I appreciate that man that's dope we need people like you the producer community needs people like you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you heard it. Hey, you heard it from Red Drum, man. For real, man. Hey, big old shout out to producer grind, man. It's my boy right here, man. For real. Have you uh, picked up any any books that you recommend? Actually, I'm, I just I just started getting in tune into all that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my first trip tomorrow to uh, it's a bookstore over here called Barnes and Noble. Mm. I'm gonna make my first trip tomorrow and go buy some books. Go buy my son some books. So yeah, tomorrow is gonna be like my first day. I actually start reading like getting into it, like reading like i've been seeing you you've been uh picking up some books yeah man uh, maybe you got some recommendations man maybe you can point me to the right direction <laughs> well hey man my, my first recommendation is always rich dad poor dad man that that's just that's the one right there 
If no, if none else, that would be the one. Okay, okay, yeah. See, there you go. Good looking, man. I'm definitely going to tune into that, man. I'm all about learning, man. It's it's all about learning in this game too. You know, if you're not learning anything, you're just standing there, just staying still. You're never gonna get nowhere, and you know, you gotta feed your brain knowledge. You gotta you gotta become very knowledgeable. You gotta gain wisdom because that's the way you learn how to become a greater producer. That's how you become, that's how you learn your marketing. That's how you learn how to, you know, brand yourself even better, man, and grow. And you can really live off your beats, man. Like you really can make money off this stuff if you learn how to do it correctly, man. You know, it's like a lot of people ask me, damn, Reg, I'm like, how did you get where you're at today, man? Like, like, what did you do? Like, I swear, people think I probably didn't read all kinds of books. And you know what? Like, I didn't really <laughs> read anything, but I did pay attention and I learned and I try to find out myself try things and took risks, dude. I took a lot of risks, man. Took a lot of risks and a lot of stuff. And that's another thing I can tell all producers, man. If you never take risks, you never chase, you never go, like, get out of that comfort zone. Don't be comfortable. Like, don't grind, man. Like, go get it, man. Like, like if you're up at eight, nine in the morning, like, dude, like, start your day productive, you know, start it like, start it like a healthy lifestyle. You know what I mean? I don't mean by just physically and I mean by mentally, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And that longevity, too, you know what I mean? Like anyone can get one placement, have their little time to shine, and then, you know, they have no business skills or whatever, and then they fall off, you know what I mean? Right, right. It, it happens because the the lack of wisdom, the lack of knowledge, you know? Uh, you know, a lot of producers learn the hard way sometimes, man. They they get a placement, and they made a lot of money, and they don't even got a dime in their pocket, you know? And, and it happens to people, man. I, I've, I've had a, a lot of conversations with a lot of producers, man, that definitely are because of the lack of the lack of knowledge they're not up on game on business and they don't really know what's going on they get done wrong you know and i really feel like yeah of course you can blame it on the managers and the rappers but you could also blame yourself because you need to learn this stuff you know man in order to prevent stuff like that you know and it's like me i would say before in the past i probably I'm glad I didn't get any big, big, huge hit or any big placement in the past because I would have probably gotten done wrong. Now that I know all this knowledge, I know all this wisdom because I've really tuned into it. Like, dude, I, I dare anybody to try to cross me now. You know what I mean? Like, you Real can't shit. do it no more to me, man. I'm, I'm, I'm smarter. I'm bigger. I'm, I'm older. I'm wiser now. So I definitely advise producers to learn the game, man. Learn the business of this learn the way streaming all that learn the way it works man because the more you know the more powerful you become you know what i mean mm -hmm. and what i mean by powerful is you become more knowledgeable and, and wiser and stronger as a producer you know? and i definitely think when you got all your your eggs lined up you got a beat website you gotta you know everything your instagram branding everything on point you know when you do get that placement you're just gonna reap so much more off it because you got things in place to you know, you got it so people can go and buy your beats immediately. You don't want to be like, oh, shit, I got a placement. Oh, let me get a beat store up. And by the time you get it up and everything, you know, your buzz is over. Yeah. The next producer got that sale instead of you, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like, to me, I see it as a friendly competition. I really do. Like, no matter what, it is a competition. But I, well, the, well, the reason I say friendly is because no matter what, at the end of the day, you're still gonna get your own client, and I am as well. People are gonna like your beat maybe more than they like mine's, but I'm still gonna have my clients that like my beats. So at the same time, like, you know, that's why, like I said earlier about Hollywood producers, they get intimidated, you know? They feel like if you're shining, they're like, ah, oh, and they don't like that. And it's like, we need to change that as producers. We need to all link up, man. They work collab with each other. If, if you feel like you're a little more worth 
like okay well i charge for collabs like it's like it's a business thing you know it's, it should be respected all the time but if you hear a good producer and he makes good beats and he's like, like almost he's like he's there dude he has a beat store he's doing his thing work with him why not why not it, there's nothing wrong with networking and i feel like that's a lot of mistakes producers do these days. They feel like, oh, I'm better than him. He's weak. <laughs> and, you know, everyone says that, you know, the online producer thing is getting so saturated, you know, which, I mean, there are a lot of online producers, but oh God, it seems dude. like there's more producers flexing on Instagram, making money now than ever, too. So, I mean, maybe there's more rappers than ever. I think it's just everything just up, up and up. You know, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to ever be too saturated when you can't get in and find a little oh, corner of the market. Oh, never. Any any producer that got his his marketing, got his brand, his logo, has his beats on. I feel like anybody who's serious is going to be taken serious. Mm. You know, I tell producers all that. Producers always ask me, hey, man, how do you do this? Or how did you get to be like this? I'm like, dude, I was serious. I grinded. Mm-hmm. I stood. I, that's why a lot of rappers want to get beats from me because they see my they see me. They see what I do. I'm I'm on so I'm on, I'm on a serious level with this now, like I'm right now I'm sitting in my studio, you know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. have a, studio. so it's like you know stuff like that is what stands out to people as well. It's like, you know, it's like let's say that family-owned restaurant in the corner and across the street's McDonald's. You know what I mean? If that restaurant does not step their game up as far as advertisement, as far as flavor, as far you know what I mean? As far mm-hmm. They are always going to be in competition with McDonald's. You know what I mean? Always. They're always because why? McDonald's has what? Advertisement that have better branding, better market. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So everybody can get a piece of the cake, man. But you got to be, you got to have good cake. You got to have good tasting cake. Real if your sure. cake doesn't taste Real good, you, I mean, come on, man. You know, if your cake looks sloppy, all crappy all the time. Come on, man. Who's gonna <laughs> Who's gonna buy your stuff? You're not gonna stand you know, out. Yeah, you gotta stand out, man. You gotta You gotta know that you're always gonna be like me. Honestly, I'm gonna be real with you, man. Shout out to all of those dudes I'm about to mention. Shout out to the Beat Plug. Shout out to Taz Taylor. Shout out to all those big internet produced Cash Money AP. Shout out to them. But bro, I swear, I don't know why. I'm not scared of them. Like I don't fear them. I don't mean it in any type of beef way. I mean it like I don't know why I feel comfortable with myself now. Like, I don't fear the fact that they got 100, 200,000 views on their videos. Hmm. I don't know why I don't fear that. Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not afraid of that because I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing as a producer. I know that I'm doing my thing. I'm standing out. I'm being serious. I'm grinding. Every day I'm making beats. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm up to date to what I'm doing. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. So I'm not afraid of those producers. You get what I'm saying? A lot of these small producers, smaller producers that are trying to come up, they, they, they're they very intimidated and afraid of those producers. Because like, well, how am I going to sell if Cash Money AP got all YouTube on lock, you know? And it's like, so what, man? If you are grinding and you are doing what you got to do and you're working hard, you're, you're going to stand out too, man. People are going to take you serious as well. He's not the only producer in the world. You know what I mean? Right. It's not. They're, they're, like, they're, they are not the only producers in the world, man. Like, there's a room for anybody to progress and make it. But that's up to you. That's up to you how serious you take, you know what I mean, your company. Because it becomes a company. It becomes a, a business. You know what I mean? When you brand yourself and you 
you know, you market yourself correctly, all that, you know, it becomes a business, you know what I mean? You want to be able to sell your stuff and you want to be able to have that reputation, you know, because there's always all kinds of restaurants next to each other, right? When you go to like a little plaza, there's like a Pollo Loco, <laughs> there's like an In-N-Out, right? They're all doing good, I promise you. They're all doing good because they have their own, you know what I mean? Their own niche. Yeah, exactly. They all have something that stands out. No, so that's just an example. I'm using restaurants as, as an example because mm -hmm. they're businesses. For all of y'all that I'm not a chef, I, <laughs> I'm not a fucking food critic or like that. I'm just I'm just using that as an example. You guys, whoever's listening, I'm just using it as an example. You know, it's like metaphors. Man. Now it's funny. I actually use that example sometimes too because you know people hit me up like, man, how can I you know get my B sales up and stuff? And I'm like, people really forget that it's a business. Like, it really is no different than starting any other business. Like, you wouldn't open up a restaurant and not put any ads out not do anything not get a logo not get anything and just think like you're just gonna turn on your lights and yeah. customers gonna come in yeah exactly ain't people hungry people ain't gonna come in they don't know about you how they gonna go in there right you gotta let it be known you gotta go and you're gonna spend money it's gonna happen man it's gonna ha hey dude if, if you're working a job use that money and go throw it on your business i promise you you're gonna be like sometimes man you just gotta be smart on the way you do it Cause like, you know, producers ask me all the time, hey man, I spend like a hundred dollars on promo and then I didn't get anything. I was like, well, maybe you did it wrong. Maybe you did it at the wrong time. Maybe the way you advertised it was wrong. So, you know, all that matters too, you know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. All that matters from the way you advertise your stuff, man. You know, you gotta make it, it gotta make sense. Gotta make sense. You know, there's, there's timing, you know, come on. Like a McDonald's, like when is the time that they really probably get more customers? There's a time where they get more customers. There's a time where people go in there to eat more than like at two, three in the morning. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that definitely the advertisement is what is really important, especially digital advertising. You know, the way that works, it's all about time. You know, unless you got a big old billboard over here that, you know, I mean, it's just up there, you know, right. it, 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 but even then that they spend thousands of dollars to have that billboard up for that day. Probably even millions on advertisement. Yeah. Places like Times so, Square and stuff. You know what I mean? They all, oh my God, they spend <laughs> money, but they make double back. They make triple. They make quadruple. Who knows how much they make? But trust me, they make it back. And that's what you got to be willing to take a risk for. You got to be willing to be like, all right, man, you know, I want those Jordans that come on next week, but damn, I'm not really selling beats, man. <laughs> <laughs> take that money. Fuck those Jordans. Excuse my language. Fuck those Jordans and go put the money in your business, man. That sacrifice has to be made. Right, but exact, but learn how to do it. Learn how to put the money. Learn how to do it. Learn. And you're probably asking, well, how do I learn? How do well, there's people like me and producer Graham right here that, you know what I mean? Right. That man. don't mind telling you. We tell you almost every day when we're posting up stuff on Instagram. We, dude, what are we doing? We're basically like teaching everybody something and you can so, go on google youtube and type all this stuff in man there's yeah. so many producers that talk about this stuff that's why it really gets me mad when people ask me you know what i mean it's like bro you're not even trying to help yourself so you know like nothing but encouragement to everybody out there listening man it's just encouragement it's just we're just trying to encourage all producers to to really step their game up man you know if if you want money you want to be living large you want apartments you know you want for four thousand dollar five thousand dollar condos a month you know you gotta work for it, man. It doesn't just drop on your lap. Just because your friend has all that doesn't mean you're gonna have it if you don't work as hard as him. So, I mean, that's that's what I highly recommend to our producers, man. Step your game up. Don't be afraid to chase this dream, man. Don't be afraid to do it. If you feel like maybe you're not at where you need to be, 
it takes time, dude. Me, like my beats, it took time for me to perfect them and make them sound good. And maybe to, I, to this day, I still feel like there's times where I make a beat and it's like, okay, it's like whatever. And it's not because I, 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 I don't know how to make beats. It's just sometimes that's just the way the mind works. Sometimes you're very creative. Sometimes you're not. But always make sure that you're learning how to be as much, you know, learning how to be creative as possible, as much as possible, man. You know what I mean? Learning how to perfect your craft, learning how to make that snare sound clear, like learning all that stuff, you know, taking time on this. It takes time, you guys. It doesn't happen overnight, man. Definitely not overnight. Definitely not. <laughs> I've been doing this for three years and I just started getting paid for this grind. I feel you, bro. I just started getting paid, bro. Like, barely, like, you know what I mean? Like, I've really got, what, like maybe a year and a half on SoundClick? For real. Like, I just started making thousands like that, like, you know? So that's just to let you guys know. Like, I'm not saying or flexing or saying how much I make just to flex on y'all. I'm being, I'm being very, very uh, inspirational about this so you guys can, like, know that that you guys can do this too man anybody could do it man it just takes heart and mind and courage passion and heart man you know what i mean hey man i definitely think you've dropped a ton of jewels for everybody here today man definitely man some jewels right yeah we really man we really got down to the nitty group we talking about ads we talked we told man this right here this podcast is enough to get your career started this one episode (laughs) this is a definitely a career starter right here for all producers out there for real definitely yeah Yeah, i definitely appreciate you red john man we'll definitely have you on again definitely look forward to working with you in the future and stuff man best of luck man i hope you crush this year i hope you double what you did last year whatever you did last year i hope you double it man triple it quadruple it thank you so much brother same to you man keep doing what you're doing all this that you're doing right here man like it's just it's a beautiful thing it's just dope man it's just like it's just it's just, it's, it's no denying what you're doing, man. It's just tight. This is dope. I, I can't even buy the words. It's <laughs> man, but it's tight. And big old shout outs to you. Big old shout out to anybody who really, you know what I mean? Like chasing a dream and really, really took the series and took it to another level. Everybody who's listening right now, man, don't ever let nobody tell you you can't do it, man. You can do it. You can do it, you know? And your big homie Red Drum or little homie, whatever you want to call me, <laughs> this Red Drum Beats, man. And, Appreciate you, producer, Brian. Appreciate your time. Appreciate this interview, too. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, man, signing out, man. Big old shout out to producer Grind, man. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. I saw I saw you doing your thing with Zaytoven the other day. <laughs> yeah, man. I yeah. was uh, in the lab with him for a few days. We were just getting some work in. Okay, okay. You see? You see? That didn't happen just because you, you know what I mean? You chose to produce to, like as a hobby. Like, dude, you know, you got really serious with this, you know? So Made that decision. So, yeah, big old shout outs to you, man. And all right, man, everybody. Catch y'all later, man. It's Red Drum Beats, man. Go make sure you follow me on Instagram. Look me up anywhere, man. You, you can find me. Red Drum Beats. At Red Drum Beats. All right, producer, man. Appreciate that, bro. Catch you later. Thank you guys for tuning in to the second episode of the Producer Lifestyle Podcast. Brought to you, as always, by ProducerGrind.com, where we help producers get to business. Look forward to bringing you guys more episodes, more value, more advice. And of course, always more sounds and resources. So check us out, producergrind.com. You won't be disappointed. See you.